I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. We are on episode 74 this 74, week. 74, really? I know, and we are talking about natural disasters. Oh, happy days. Yep. <laughs> so stick around if you want to hear more. Well, good afternoon, Dad. We're on to another week. Another week, another waller. Not a dollar. Another, another waller? You know we say another day, another dollar. So what, we don't what get, does waller mean? But then? I'm not paying you for this, so... No. Okay. Wallop. Interesting. Wallop. Interesting. You say good afternoon there because we're doing being a little bit more organised today because we usually do it in the evening. Um, Would you like me to pretend minute. it's evening? No, no, no. Don't do that. Would you like to pretend it's morning? No. Would you like me to pretend we've we, we've recorded I've, this a month I in think, advance? I think people listen to this because because we're real and we should keep it like that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Like we leave things in like that. That's one thing I've noticed when I listen to other podcasts. They edit them. In between, the only editing we do is when we put stuff in, as in the music or the little bits in between. I've, in the past, I've edited out stuff a little bit like that. What controversial stuff? Uh, no, when there's like something that's not gone quite perfect. But if Most I'm of the honest, time, you, we have the gaps, we have the thinking time, we have the stuff where we say yeah. things wrong. I'll be we honest, just it's care, just more human, and also it's more work to for you to do. Yeah, yeah, because like with the coughing, for example. Yeah. When you cough, and you coughed quite often. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you are. Your, it's one of your hobbies. Cough. Um, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Excuse I've done me. it again. <laughs> um, you cough quite often, which you you make you you do it so much in a in it so much in a sort of sentence that it would be difficult to cut out. Yes, yeah, you I go, understand. So, that. <clears throat> and now you're talking about it, I feel like I'll need to cough again. But this, that you know, but that, there you go. We just do it as we do it, and that's that. This week, Connor, it's been a bit of an exciting week, hasn't it? Since our last podcast, let's put it that way. So, what's happened to you since the last podcast? Um, not no, much. not since the last podca- say, podcast, actually. But the last oh, right, time the last we recorded the podcast, because I think it's key to remember that on the podcast leading up to the last podcast, we had essentially said, oh, David's not here yet. And stuff like that. Yes. We'd said about Annie's uh, child not being born yet. And last week, we missed a week. And, and last, last week, we didn't, we didn't speak mention about it, it at all. No, no, we didn't mention it at all. Not because we wasn't absolutely over the moon about it, but because we wanted to Annie to announce the details of it herself. We didn't want to supersede it by us sort of um, talking about it on here. But we can talk about it on here now. I'm a granddad now. Yeah, I'm an oh, uncle. Granddad David, yes. Uncle uh, Connor. Connor. Yes. No, it's lovely. And it's um, they're doing well, aren't they? Yep. We went up and saw them last weekend. Yes, so when when we actually released the episode over that weekend, we were actually in, with them. In with them, yeah. Holding, da- holding. mother, father and baby doing well. Yep. Um, so, no, it's lovely, lovely news. And I'm sure we're going to talk about Actually him. born on the weekend that we were... Um, that we missed. Yes, where I wasn't well and we missed actually doing a podcast. He's called David, as we said, which is a fabulous name. Um, I'm very pleased they picked that over Connor. Oh. Um, <laughs> let's face specifically it. Specifically that. Yeah, no, specifically that. So I can talk about so it. a competition. But he's an absolute sweetheart. I'm hoping to see him again soon. 
Uh, she's a very proud mum. You somehow come out more tanned than me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's a very proud mum. Well, they're both a pr- proud parents. He's a proud mum as well. We get uh, lots of photos of him daily, which is lovely to I've, see. I've in had different about outfits. Four today, I think. Yeah, well, that's fine, isn't it? That's great. But it's nice, no, it's wonderful. I just wanted to say congratulations again to uh, Annie and Chris on the birth of baby David. Yeah. Okay. Anything else happened this week? Um, well, n- not happened yet. Right. Tomorrow something happens. Talking of natural so when, disasters. When we're saying tomorrow, on the day this podcast is released, yes, there will be another new addition to the family. What? What? Oh my god! And so what, who might that be? So Mum's birthday was yes. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I bought her an air fryer. Yeah. Which I think she was very pleased with. She was. And you Money said, bags. you said, <laughs> yes, I'll get you a kitten. Yes. So we're getting a t- kitten tomorrow. We are. Yes. Regrets. I've had a few. Um, no, you're saying to, that. No, you're, it remains to be seen. Uh, uh, but we, for, you probably forget. It's a bit like most things. You forget they're cute. They're beautiful. But they are pain in the bum. So that will start uh when this is released tomorrow. Um, so well, it'll we'll, be interesting, won't it? Yeah, it will be interesting because we'll see how Maui deals with it because uh, as he may not come across it when we've interviewed him in the past on this podcast, but he can be quite skittish and quite scared of things. Point in case being yeah, that he sounds we had, very self-assured, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. Um, we had he, Chip, didn't we? Oh, alpaca. The alpaca. Yeah. We had an alpaca visit and stay with us yeah. for a few days um, after Annie had given birth. And yes, and it's it's and actually, the, when we recorded the last podcast, the alpaca was staying here. It was, he was, um, and I think we he didn't whine a single point during the thing, so it never got picked up. All right, but okay. yeah, he was um, he was staying here, and Maui went missing. He might have actually been picked up in he your was song. When I was doing the song, yeah, yeah. but uh, Maui wasn't very impressed, was he? No, he, he, he went walkabout. He was from the morning all the way up until like the night. When everything went quiet, sneak into the house, but and he was gone throughout the day. And then he went again the next day, didn't Yeah, we he? basically lock him in overnight. So we thought what would be best for him is uh, after that traumatic experience, and now he's just settled back into some sort of routine and he seems very It didn't relaxed. take him long to settle back in, did uh, it? We'll bring in something else to see, test him out and see, see how I think, he deals with I it. I think the kitten will be a bit different because... He's bigger it, than a kitten. He's bigger than a kitten. Um, he's not as big as an alpaca. And he used to want to play with... He's, yep. Yeah, He's not as big as an alpaca. I'd just like to... Chip isn't as big as an alpaca either. No, I'd just he's a like dog. To, yeah, he's a dog. He's a... Uh, cockapoo. Cockapoo. But he looks like an alpaca. Yeah, especially when he has, hair, when he has his hair cut, he yeah. looks like an alpaca. Okay, so that's another nice little bit yeah, of... Yeah, but we'll, we'll see how he, how he deals with her, because it's going to be a girl. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, yeah, I think he should be okay, because it's smaller. He used to want to play with Bilbo, back when Bilbo was around. Um... But Bilbo never really wanted to. No. So maybe it'll give something... Although he's starting, he's going to be two this year. Mm. So whether he still wants to play, I don't know. Oh, he does. He's he still, does. still like that. He's still like a kitten a little I, bit. I'm anyway. hoping that if we lock them in a room together for long enough, they'll start cuddling up. Yeah. As long as he don't do what he does to the blankets, yeah. then we might have to intervene. Anyway, other things that happened this week. Um, I got uh, reported at Yes, work. you got... a. A formal complaint. Uh, there was a, a formal complaint sent in at work. As as you well know, I'm, I'm one of the area's top postmen, um, if not the top postman. Uh, this last week, on three separate occasions, um, I was asked by a customer and then a couple of customers who were together. So it was more than... Oh, they were together at the time. They were okay. together. He as had, in like he had he was, backup the second time yeah. around. As I was walking around a particular uh, part that I uh, uh, deliver. Place to deliver to... Uh, that my trainers were too squeaky. And he said that they were too squeaky and it's really annoying. Right? These are people that don't hear hardly anything that goes on in there and they're all t- always telling others that they're deaf, can't pick anything up. But apparently my trainers, they can, uh, like a like a dog whistle. Yeah, and or one of those things you have in the gardens to scare away the cats. Exactly, that yeah. only teenagers can hear. No, that's a teenager one to scare away, wouldn't it? That wouldn't work. They actually do have those, don't they? Yeah, do. Anyway, I went back there. They've suggested, they, they honestly have come up to me and said to me they wanted me to take my trainers off. 
they then su- suggested I bring in some slippers and put them by the door and then put them on when I come in. Um, so they're expecting you to pay and out And then some when slippers. I hadn't done anything about that over the last f- few days where they've been talking to me about it, and I'd like to say now they don't squeak. I don't yeah, know I've what's seen a video. going on. I've actually had to video myself today just to prove to people that, uh, you know, and, and they just don't squeak. I don't know what's going on. So it's obviously a pitch that only old people can hear. Well, so I'm waiting for them to, one of them, if they could use the internet. Yep. <laughs> right into this. Plan. Right, right. If they could use the internet to order you some, uh, <coughs> order an Amazon parcel, they get an Amazon parcel, you hand it to them, then they open it and, and then they, they hand you back slippers. some slippers. Yeah, yeah. no, that'd be good. Well, if um, they're paying for them. So, you know, it's a bit ridiculous. It's it's one of the many things that happened to me when I'm Do working. they wear slippers walking around? Uh, I've never really taken a notice. They, they, why, why don't you, when, when they next talk to you, go, oh, I could hear you coming down that corridor for ages. Oh, yeah, really I, squeaky shoes. Yeah, I might just wear some sort of ear protectors. I reckon you wear clown shoes that actually squeak as you walk. Yeah, and I've got Blakey's in them as well yeah. and, and all the rest of it on the bottom of them. Um, yeah, so there you go. So it's been an interesting week. It's also been incredibly hot this week. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are aware of that, but... We did um, a podcast yes. and a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, called, ties into this. Which ties in, which was called Extreme Weather. Yeah. And in the Extreme Weather podcast, and it's also worth mentioning that there are a lot of natural disasters that stem from the weather. Yeah. We did go into those more so, although we didn't really touch too much on cyclones and hurricanes, but like tornadoes and stuff, yeah. that time with natural disasters. Um, so just with that being said, we won't be going into the weather too much. However, yeah, it's been incredibly hot, as you said. And what was the fact you came up with? Well, well I came was, up with, no, I didn't come was, up with it, but I, I basically was looking up, uh, I think I was saying, the windiest uh, time ever in, in the United Kingdom and in the world, and then blah, blah, blah the coldest point uh, recorded in the world and in, in Britain. And I also did the hottest day. Yeah. And at that point, it was 38, I don't know, 38 point something. And of course... On Tuesday, I think it was, that was um, broken. superseded, broken. A number we of times. To, yeah. I think it's 40 point something now. Yeah. So that is a new record in, in, uh, in recorded history. It's a new record for the hottest day. And, and in the it, UK. And in the UK. And I would say that we're not really equipped in this country to deal yeah, with things worth, like that. Yeah, it's worth noting that in other countries, that would be no, just relatively normal in their summer. But it was to the point where, as a, as a postman, as I've said many times, they got us in earlier so we could get out earlier and get back in earlier before it was like sort of lunchtime yeah. when it was at its hottest. And it was quite difficult to work in. In fairness, I did speak to a couple of people from who were from different countries where it does mm. get incredibly hot and they've gone... Yes, yeah, it is hot. <laughs> the well, fact that I even mean, in other going, countries they have hot. siestas. So if, if you think about somewhere like Spain, it goes up to sort of a late morning and then everything closes down and it doesn't open up until later on in yeah. the evening. And that's the way they work things and it works perfectly. Parts of Australia, they just, when it gets that hot, they just stay indoors. Yeah, but you've just got to be sensible. But, but it does lead into what we're talking yes, about today. Because there eventually. was. A, yeah. Natural disasters, <coughs> one big natural disaster that does happen all too often. Yeah is forest fires. Yes. And that is a natural disaster. It's going on at the moment again. Yeah. They had the fires in Africa, uh, Africa, Australia, sorry. Um, although I'm sure there's been fires in Africa, but the yeah. ones I'm thinking about is in Australia. Back in 2019, do you remember that? Uh, not 2019, 2020. Yes. Do you remember 2020 when uh, we thought the fires in Australia would be the worst thing that happened? Yes. Yep. Yes, I do. Yes. They were still really bad, but you ended up forgetting about them a little bit. Yeah, um, they were kindly... Uh, quite- Quite overtaken by other things that were happening. Superseded, you could say. Superseded. Um, by a global problem. But yeah. anyway, forest fires um, happens quite regularly. It's been, it's happened in California a number of times, people getting close to people's houses and in, in, in more so some third world countries where like communities are pretty much wiped out by these forest fires. In the UK recently, there's been a number of forest fires all caused by this extreme heat. Canvey Island, for example, I've got some colleagues that work on Canvey Island. They had some problems there, really made me laugh. Um, Just for people outside of this area, Canvey Island's like a tropical 
paradise that's um, just sits a little few Genuinely, miles away from where we live at the moment. Just to let you know, because with my with my work, we sometimes work with people and talk to people from Leeds. And when when some of my colleagues say, "Oh yeah, I'm from Canvey Island," they sometimes explain it in a really really nice way and then go in saying yeah it's not that no um but it's a little it's a little island in the middle of the thames estuary yeah um and it's got one route on and one route off yeah, and there was indeed. two fires on the uh, on the island and my colleague said um i won't say his name because i don't know whether you want me to say his name no, don't do that and i am aware of some colleagues that do listen to this uh but he went yeah it's a bit concerning when there's more fires on the island than there's ways off the island <laughs> Quite. It's also below sea level that island, so it's, that's often at risk. Well, it's been um, yeah, it's been flooded m- many times. There's yeah. been some some uh, really disastrous times. So if you want to Google Canvey Island and go on your uh, summer holidays, it's a there. bit like it is. It's a bit like Jamaica, or the, the Bahamas. It's it's what? very much like that. Um, people just sitting on the beach uh, under sort of um, coconut umbrellas with drinking. I say without cocktails. the heat, but. It yeah. also does have the heat at the moment. And they've also got crazy golf. And they've got Canadian geese there as well. Have they? And a cinema that hey. costs like really cheap Oh yeah, really there. cheap cinema. So it is, so we're, this is the Canvey Island Tourist Board Information Service we're giving at the moment. <laughs> right, but you're absolutely right. So that's hit home to us because it's so near to us that that's happened. Um, but, I mean, forest fires, obviously um, we, we touched on winds and we touched on sort of rain and things like that storms of that sort but perhaps we ought to talk about some of the quite dramatic natural disasters that happen how animals work number 27 the shark sharks or sharkies tepias to use their latin name are a product of the union betwixt a lion and a koi carp coming in 15 different colors these aquatic freaks are equally as mobile on land as they are in water due to a set of wheels they have concealed in their chest and tail flaps. Okay, so one of these things that we were talking about, volcanoes. We weren't talking about, do you well, mean, no, sorry, natural one disasters? One of these things we were, just, we were going to start talking about, natural disasters, some of the bigger, more dramatic things that happen. Yeah. Volcanoes. Because we did briefly mention volcanoes in the weather one, but purely because of the lightning. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. it could cause lightning. So it says volcanoes, a mountain or hill, typically conical, having a crater or vent through which lava of <laughs> rock fragment, frog, frog fragments, it's so easy to say that, rock fragments, hot vapour and gas are or have been erupted from the Earth's crust. So I think one of the first things there we might need you to define I know what it means, but I would like you to define it conical. A cone shaped. Yeah. So a classic a classic shape of what people if you were to draw got a child to draw a volcano, or even anybody to draw a volcano, they'll draw it as a cone. Yeah. Um it's also key to think about where these volcanoes often are. Yes. Where are they often? Or would you like me to Uh well, uh I can guess here. I, I think quite a lot of them are under sea level. Um, obviously, mountainous areas. You're guessing. You know that. You've looked that up. No, I I know that from looking at other stuff. I don't know that it's actually there's the most of them are underwater, but I imagine there's quite a lot that are underwater. I mean, it's quite. Have you ever seen um, uh, uh, footage of even lava hitting the water as it go rolls into the water, which is creating like landmass, really? But the way it cools and and the steam and everything up, but when it erupts underneath the water, yes, thank you. Yes, oh, you have right. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> great. I won't go into that then. Okay, <laughs> right. But so so is that so is that right? There's more volcanoes yeah, underwater. Are, majority I think the of vo- bigger ones are majority of well. volcanoes are underwater. And the big thing uh, with volcanoes, it often helps produce land masses. So the the biggest growing land mass and biggest growing island is Hawaii because it's got the most active volcanoes. Oh, right. Okay. Um, it's also key to remember that most of the volcanoes are along the uh, edge of the tectonic plates. And I think we'll talk about tectonic plates a bit more in a moment anyway because we're going to talk about earthquakes. We are as well, yeah. Um, but tectonic plates where essentially is the crust of the earth sitting above the mantle, which is the one bit lower 
Yes. Uh, as you get towards the outer core and the inner core of yeah. the Earth. Essentially where the mass and the gravity of the Earth is so high that it essentially so much pressure that it can melt rock. Yeah. Is essentially what that is. Um, where they sit on top of the mantle and they kind of float via convection currents. So where these meet and where they break apart and where they clash is essentially what you could consider the weakest parts where the mantle and the, the stuff that is living in the mantle, not actually living, but you know what I mean, yeah. um, can escape. And when it escapes, it forms lava, is what we see as lava. Magma. We don't... Uh, well, magma is more... Isn't, magma's isn't when it's magma before it hits the yeah. air and then it becomes lava? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, as you mentioned, all the other stuff, ash, uh, gas and stuff like that, they will be, essentially, volcanoes are an area where it's the quickest way for them is to escape. So, uh, you know when a kettle boils and it all comes out the spout? Yeah. It's because that's the quickest and easiest way for it to escape. Yeah. It could, if the lid was open, it would all come through the lid mostly. Yeah. But it all comes through the spout because that's the easiest place it's going to escape. And then they, it comes out with such pressure that obviously it can fly up or whatever. But you can also just get gentle rolling and active volcanoes are almost constantly going yeah doesn't always have to have a massive eruption but it some can sometimes have a massive eruption when the pressure builds up to a point if you've got um so you might say volcanoes are nature's spots kettles oh i thought you were gonna talk about nature's spots boiling the, kettles i think you're gonna say like acne like spots no no <clears throat> no, but it's it's interesting. I mean, because because I always learn. Oh, when, nature's when talk, blister. Nature's <laughs> blister. Oh, nice. What that you'd have obviously active, dormant, and extinct volcanoes. Right? And we've spoken about an extinct volcano before, haven't we? We in Edinburgh. Yeah. But there's an. I, I don't think uh, when I started looking into it, it's very rare. There can be, I think they determine it, if it hasn't erupted for a, a period of time, it's then categorised as dormant. But they're still active. It's still happening. It's still there. It's just, and, and people are quite often don't know when that's going to happen. Well, they didn't know. There's actually, when it comes to stuff like that, especially when it goes dormant, but when it's active, they're like, sorry, when it's active, there is a, high, a lot of... Um, Measurements that are taken so they can predict when it may or may not erupt. So when you go and visit a, a volcano site, unless it's highly active, yeah, um, highly active would essentially mean that yeah, it could be pretty much could go at any point. It keeps going or it's almost constant. There are places that are almost constant. You can go and visit them and go into the crater and look at lava below you. Yeah, um, which I would love to do one day, but is also high risk. Um, but you can go places like that. Uh, but they monitor it all the time, meaning that they will know when it's likely to erupt or yeah. when it's most likely to erupt. Because you can't always guess it um, no, all because the time. However, I, dormant will still have some kind of... I, I imagine we'll have some kind of people assessing it. Maybe not necessarily as regularly, but they would assess it and just go, do we think it's going to cause anything? Well, quite interesting. And we'll, we'll come back to this right at the end of the podcast. But somewhere like Vesuvius, right, famous for the fact that um, Just yeah. to clarify, Vesuvius in <coughs> Pompeii. Yeah. Because people recognise the, the term Pompeii rather yeah. than... So it overshadows in Pompeii. Pompeii. So people go to Pompeii uh, daily, thousands of people, to walk the streets of Pompeii and to look at what, what you know remains that are there and, and such like. Vesuvius is an active volcano. Mm-hmm. All yes, right. they, is, yeah. they would be monitoring it but that's the one I'm actually referring to when I know how much they monitor it. Yeah, because so it's basically a tourist destination that they need to keep yeah, an eye so on. So you were basically going to look at a place that was decimated by the volcanic eruption of Vesuvius. You're going to see that the remains of it, with the potential that that could happen again. I guess your the the when you go there, it's the risk of how much do you trust the equipment and the the scientists involved and the people involved. And I would actually say that I trust them a lot. Well. And if it goes wrong, it goes wrong. And it's a natural disaster. It depends though, doesn't if it? If it happens, it happens. Because if it's, cause it's Italy, I think they work on the same basis as somewhere like Spain where they have a siesta. So if you go to see it in the afternoon, there might not be anybody looking at it at that point anyway. Well, if it's a siesta, then it wouldn't be open. Pompeii wouldn't be open. It's not just open to tourists just to wander around all the time. 
I think it is. It's it's separated off. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I don't know. You can't I don't just think you, because I don't. I think you walk through and just look yourself. You walk yeah, you walk through and look yourself. But I don't think it's a. Um, All right. I was just saying. Yeah. So anyway, because you can't just have people squatting there and stuff like that. Oh, talking about squatting, we'll talk about that at the end of the uh, All right, okay. podcast. Okay. So earthquakes then, right? Um, Are we on to earthquakes now? No, 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 no. Sorry, a volcano. I meant to say then. Okay. So. Um, you seem very panicked. I was because I said just said the wrong word. I thought, what are you talking about? So, so volcanoes, yeah. Uh, like you say, Hawaii, very, very active still. Um, it's constantly growing. Constantly growing. Um, Have you ever seen the um, Pixar short? I think I've shown you it. Lava. Yes, lava, yeah. Yeah, and that is actually, though it's like a, a fun little thing of. Uh, uh, a volcano that falls in love with another volcano that comes up and then goes down. It actually shows how volcanoes work. Yeah. In the sense that it sinks into the, the ocean, but eventually it does come up again when it erupts and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, no, I have seen that and it is quite, they do things quite well for those yeah. sort of things. It's quite good for kids to look at that as well as adults. It is a fascinating thing again though, isn't it? We talked about storms. We talked about how violent, how um, they deadly they can be. How and volcanoes? You say about you'd like to be in the, you know, a safe distance, but to see the lava flow and 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 uh, an activity within a, a volcano. So would I. But again, it's a risky thing, isn't it? And hmm. you're looking at stuff that is has the potential to be deadly. Well, you want to do uh, storm. You want to do storm chase. Um, storm chase, yeah. which is yeah. Again, that's what that's what I mean. It's there's a fascination with these things. The One thing that always, um, I don't know. Whenever I looked at volcanoes and and the detail within volcanoes, and you talked about it being, you know, across uh, uh, the earth, the amount around the earth, and you know, vents from uh, deep within the earth. Now, Earth as a planet, I'm saying. How many? Sorry, can you say Earth again, please? Earth. Anyway. Earth. Um, <laughs> The violence of it, it's, it kind of has me quite nervous about things because the whole of my lifetime, my 54 years on this planet, well, you're there's old. been volcanoes going off. I, I, walk, I walk this uh, planet blissfully unaware of what's going on underneath me, under the ground to the core of the planet. Oh, and how volatile, you know, how volatile that can be. Yeah, right. <laughs> and um, I squeak along down the road, just upsetting people. Yeah, with your shoes. Blissfully unaware of, you know, the, the potential. Of, well, of yeah, the, it's um, the, the, the amount of pressure, and that's why it's so hot and stuff like that, but it, it's... Yeah, it's unreal. But it's, they are volcanoes are good. Yes, for nature they are. They are, they do part serve of the, a purpose. Part of the reason that life exists is because of volcanoes. Right. Not saying that they created microorganisms or whatever, but um, one, if you've ever got a really bad ring that you need to get rid of, throw it into a volcano. Oh, I was glad you went down that road, yeah. as we are in an Indian a bit later on. Here we are, yeah, yeah. fiery ring. <laughs> you might have to find somewhere to throw that a bit later on. Um, but yeah, if you want to get rid of the one ring, you can throw it into a volcano. But yeah. there's, it does, it mixes up essentially uh, chemicals, it um, stabilises chemicals, it brings land masses into existence. Uh, so there is a positive effect yes. of something that it looks brings up like it's metals so... and stuff from in, inside the core upwards. Yeah. 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 But there's, there's other things that do happen along, along the edge of the tectonic plates. Right. Yeah. Which are? So one... Yeah. And, and actually, let's talk a little bit about tectonic plates. Tectonic plates, as I mentioned, are the things floating on top of the mantle. When they clash or collide or they separate, um, they do that all the time. When they brush up against each other or collide, they can form, they can either push on top of each other or one pushes below the other, or they can both push up and then you form mountain ranges. Yeah. Yeah, which is always quite interesting. So you get mountain ranges along the edge of tectonic plates. Same as why you get volcanoes alongside tectonic plates. But when they rub up against each other, they can cause a vibration. Yeah. And this vibration, though may just be, no, oh, they're just rubbing, can cause earthquakes. 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 And also, when these happen in areas of that are underwater, which is quite a lot of tectonic plates, edges are underwater, 
they can cause tsunamis. So earthquakes and tsunamis are a little bit synonymous. Can I, you may not know the answer to this, and I've only just thought about it. Well, I haven't only just thought about it, but I've only just thought about it to ask you now. <laughs> tsunami, right? To tsunami. Right? The name tsunami... Yeah. Um, because it's a tidal wave, right? Uh, but we call them tsunamis, but presumably... The tidal wave is like... Um, I remember from when I was young. I think the tidal wave is when it approaches shore. And yeah, it actually but I remember from when over. I was young, looking at a book uh, that had illustrations in it, and one of the illustrations was a, of about a tsunami, but it was in Japan, and it had these incredible. It, I mean, it was a picture, but it, it looked terrifying. Now, tsunami is that a Japanese word? Do we know that? Oh, I, I wondered where this was going. Well, it's not written in Japanese. Uh, well, um, I imagine they've got a what, the version that's written in Japanese. Well, I might have to come back to that because okay. I wonder where the word tsunami comes from. Because it's got a silent T. Yeah. I'll find out, and by the end of this podcast, after the quiz, we'll okay. talk about it, right? Anyway. Um, Sorry. But it's, it's <laughs> funny that you mentioned Japan, though. And when I say funny, it's not funny. But they are, unfortunately, hit quite often by earthquakes and tsunamis based on where they're positioned on the globe. Yeah. Fortunately, in the UK, same with volcanoes, um, and right in the earthquakes middle, and tsunamis, we are right in the middle, so we are very, very, very unlikely to be hit by something like that. Um, things like uh, tsunamis and earthquakes, though, can cause other kind of disasters, not necessarily natural, but I feel like they still come under the same category. So you got, um, is it Fukushima? Fukushima, yeah. Yeah, Fukushima. Um, back in however many years ago, uh, the earthquake... Um, earthquake happened off essentially off the coast of Japan uh, caused a devastating tsunami that caused so much destruction in Japan but not only that but it hit the power plant and when hitting the power plant I can't remember exactly how it happened whether it messed with the reactors or short circuited something but essentially mean that the power plant and a nuclear power plant couldn't uh, behave as it as it should do and it overheated and and it exploded it affected the power supply. Power supply, there you go. Um, so did uh, short so the cooling of yeah, yeah, three yeah. of the reactors. You know, yeah. So. so there you go. And th- yeah, the cooling of it, which you would think could be the opposite with the water going around it, but anyway, um, and it caused a massive um, explosion, uh, a nuclear explosion, mm. um, meaning that the area cannot be necessarily lived in anymore, uh, much like Chernobyl and stuff like that. But it's just... it's. It can have it devastating have effects, devastating not just effects because it, uh, <laughs> and that's not just a tsunami. And I've seen videos of people like essentially this water coming towards them, and they just the water rushes over to them, and then they're just gone, and you don't see them, and you don't see where they went. I think the thing that always sort of uh, shocked me about that is that, and and we talked a bit earlier about uh, not in this, but like separately from this podcast about I think believe in Boxing Day there was you know there was these. These uh, floods and like a tsunami. Then floods is quite another big natural disaster. However, um, in my mind, and I talked about that picture book I used to see when I was little. You had really fun uh, picture books. Well, no, it's just sometimes the the, it's weird. Sometimes the picture books from when you were younger, when I was my age, when I was younger, really what fifty four. Well, when I was I'm fifty four now, so when I was looking at books. <clears throat> the, the penguin books, whatever they were, quite striking images in them. You know, they they were, I don't know, I don't know, quite a lot of drama within them. And and, and as a kid, you remember those things. But anyway, I always thought of a tsunami being this huge because of that being these huge waves, like uh, like ten stories high or whatever. Now I know they can go up to a lot, quite a few meters high, like. Yeah, oh, quite a few meters high, not just a couple. But when you see, it doesn't take much because of the surge of it. So when I see these things, I go, "Oh, oh, what? The waves are coming in. Yeah, yeah, they're they're quite big, but they're they're just coming in, rolling in. But it's the fact that they just roll in, and there's a surge of them, and they just water has that. that it will wipe clean anything in front of it. Yeah. It's so destructive. And that that that's shocking when you see that because you think, oh, no, it's going to be this one big wave that comes up. No, it's these 
Yeah. They're still big, well, but smaller waves that just keep coming and coming. A and really coming. good model for this, and, and so I'm not saying it's exactly the same, but a model would be when you go to a water park and there's a wave machine at a water park. And the way they essentially work is similar to that of a tectonic plate. Yeah. Is essential a quick kind of movement to and from. Yeah. Or a, a, a rupture or something like that. Something moves, which causes all this water to, to be displaced and then take up that space again. And it causes this huge wave. And normally the big wave is the big one. Um, well, big wave is a big one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. A big powerful one. And it's followed by a number of other ones afterwards. Which here. And I guess that they're as destructive because. Until things settle again and they, they <coughs> come all yeah. the way back. It does take some time. Um, Hence the reason you can't just have constant waves on a wave machine. No, um, but no, I, no, I understand that and but, how that works. But yeah. yeah. Um, that being said, there's a couple of other natural disasters. I mean, earthquakes, similar kind of thing, are horrendous events. Um, like we said, being pieced together with water can cause devastation as well. Um, but we have come, there's a lot of ways we've overcome. There's like earthquake-proof buildings and stuff like that nowadays. So there are a lot of ways we come to benefit I from it and also another thing with earthquakes it's another way that certain chem- uh, certain things are brought down from the bottom um, from the mantle like metals are brought up via earthquakes and via tectonic plates rubbing um, things like um, earthquakes also help to uh, balance the water chemistry in the in the oceans and stuff like that so they are beneficial and they are a natural part of life um, it's just that they can have devastating effects um, there's also things like uh, meteors when they land they become meteorites quite often we will see meteors meteor showers during the summer months or something like that and they just look beautiful hit the sky they can be anything from like a grain all the way up to like a meter wide um, most of them will just disintegrate as they enter the atmosphere but occasionally things will come all the way down and obviously the bigger the meteorite you've got the more of it will come down and the more devastation it could cause if it was to hit the earth that being said it's not all that common um, but it was said potentially that it did wipe out an entire uh, well we've of, said about the extinctions yeah, of, um, so many, like 90 odd percent of, of life was wiped out by these sort of things mm-hmm. um, we've also you said about early warnings but we've also got a similar thing as far as meteorites are concerned um, because they are constantly monitoring. Oh, it yeah. always freaks me out because you know what the press are like. Every now and again, something will pop up and it'll say, near miss from... Wasn't the Hubble telescope hit recently? It may well have been. Because it was hit by a very small piece of rock, <coughs> I believe, but and then, it you know, left a massive dent or yeah. something along those lines. I don't know if but it was basically, the Hubble telescope. But. You know, they deal, they're dealing with uh, thousands of miles. And, but, and so when they say oh, it was a near miss, their near misses are... But it'd be interesting to know. I mean, there's films that deal with it, you know, fantasy-wise about going out there and and drilling into these as they hurtle towards. Well, they uh, they have they've drilled into a. Um, <coughs> they ash, did that ash more recently, recently, didn't they? Or was it a meteor? I can't remember. But anyway, um, yeah, they've done they've done stuff like that before. I think there is actually a, a grand plan of if something was coming towards Earth, would we fire things at it that would potentially break it up? Mm. That was the that is the intention is. To destroy, destroy it before it, it, destroys it destroys us, us yeah, um, or at least break it into parts where the atmosphere can destroy it. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I've got. Uh, I don't know how we're doing for time. We haven't got any, but carry on. I was going to say uh, I looked up sort of the most asked questions around, and a lot of these are to do with volcanoes. But when you go into something and they say the questions people were asked, so for instance, what is an underwater volcano called? And do you know what an underwater volcano is called? Uh, yes, it's called a bubble maker. Near, it's called a submarine volcano. Oh, that makes so sense. That makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? What does lava smell like? Burnt flesh. Lava smells like, or tends to smell, of whatever it's burning through at that point. So, <laughs> so that I makes mean, perfect sense, yeah. that. Did you know, um, if, if you were to... Go into lava. Everyone th- seems thinks, and I think it's actually something caused by video games. To be honest, because when people recreate lava in video games, you seem to just sink into it. But if you were to go on lava, you'd most likely float until. Oh, hello! There's a a gentleman that's just walked into the room. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's the, the one cat we it's have. It's the one today. cat one we cat. today. Oh. Um, sniffing your foot, but um, you would actually float 
and eventually you would burn and start sinking. Like if you ever so see what a, happened to Anakin Skywalker then? I don't he, know. He, he was in a terrible state. If Mind you, you see, he had his arms and legs yeah. lopped off as well. Didn't if you he? see a rock, have you seen the videos of like rocks landing in the lava flow, and they land on top and they kind of float and then they gradually melt down? Yeah. Which I find melting a rock is incredibly like. Which wow. just shows you. So, with that in mind, is Mount Everest a volcano? It, it was, wasn't it? It is a volcano. It's called a stratovolcano. But it is an actual volcano, uh, which means that, although it's unlikely... So it's to, called Mount Everest, but it really should be called Volk Everest. Volk Everest. <laughs> um, can lava melt diamonds? Yes. No. The melting point for a diamond is 4,500 degrees centigrade. So it could melt in the mantle, but not in the... It wouldn't melt in lava. So when lava's right. outside... Like Again, this needs to be something that's corrected on Minecraft. All right. So that, they really should sort them sort of things out. What's hotter, the sun or lava? Uh, the sun. Yes, the sun. See, these are questions people have asked. Right, this is a good one. Can you pee in lava? Yes, but you need to get close enough and it'll probably... <clears throat> yes, it makes a black scar on the lava. Yes, it's calling it... Uh, Worth shaving your pubic hair for because you might start a bushfire. We talked about how yeah, devastating they can be. Yeah. Uh, nice, following by on the way, from that, that was good. can you poo on I realise now what you were asking permission to say rude things on the podcast. No, that's not even yet. Oh, okay. Uh, can you poo on lava? Uh, again, I imagine if you can get close enough that you'd struggle to squat. Yes, although not advisable as the stance needed could be problematic and prolonged exposure of your bottom cheeks and balloon knot is a risk. Okay. So that's fair enough. Uh, Volcanoes are more active today than in the past. That's true. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. Uh, Actually, no, of course that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when you think about it, because the whole world was was full. Yeah, okay. Volcanoes belch I, out... I was thinking earthquakes. There's more earthquakes recently than there were. That's true. Volcanoes belch out smoke when they erupt. Um, they they do a... Um, no, they, they throw out ash, first of all, don't that they? That is true. They don't, flow, uh, they, it's not, they don't belch out smoke. That's not what happens. So it's I imagine actually, if they're burning something, then yes, that can... Do smoke. Volcanoes can be overdue for an eruption. Yeah. No. Oh. So basically, that's there's no. Oh yeah. Due so date sorry. For it. Yeah. Because yeah, there's no they go extinct for, it. for one. Yeah. yeah. So it can happen at any time. But my it's point being like is, is if they've say, estimated that this is probably going to erupt in the next few days, and then it goes on for about a week before. That's what my thought process was. Right. And the final question that was on there, and I didn't know much about this, the Ring of Fire. We mentioned the Ring of Fire a bit earlier on. Yeah. But apparently there's a a number of volcanoes that form this Ring of Fire. Volcanoes... Like in Finding Nemo. And and earthquakes in the Ring of Fire are connected. Yes or no? Say that again, because I was thinking about Finding Nemo. Volcanoes and earthquakes in the Ring of Fire are connected. Um... Would make sense, I guess. No, they're not. Uh. They're individual. So there you go. And it's interesting what people actually think to ask. So, I mean, if I'm honest, the weeing one, the weeing one, I could see myself doing. Really? And thinking about could I weeing this? Because I don't know if you've ever been on top of a tall building. Yeah. And you think I could wee off of this? To be honest, Connor, uh, at my age, um, I would constantly be thinking about where I'm weighing but not because I wanted to experience it as what would happen if it's just that I have to do it have you ever been on like a a boat that's going relatively fast and held out a water bottle and just kind of poured the water and it goes to the side yeah yeah I think about if I was on a high building that's where you have to if you're if you're in some sort of windy situation you have to make sure you're pointing in the right direction sure okay that and more facts later. <laughs> so, by a complete surprise, and I could, I, I didn't see this happening, I think there might be a song that's been written. Uh, yes, there has been a song written, but um, I've been venturing into... Cat's left, by the way. Has, has he? Right. Oh, it's bored him. He's just yeah. outside, actually. I can Is see it? him laying down. Um, 
There we. Sometimes, you know, oh, you have to think of new ways to let people know how to do things. People get bored of pamphlets and get bored of being uh, instructed what to do. So right. I had a little look at what the instructions are if you live near a volcano. And I thought I'd put it in song form that might be more palatable for people to listen to. No way. Shall I play the song? Way. Go for it. If you live near a volcano, you better make sure that you listen up just in case it erupts and you're not sure what to do. Volcano eruptions can be subtle or explosive. There's gas and ash and flying rocks. No time to lose. You're up against the clock. Be aware and alert about announcements from the government. Make sure your animals are in a safe place. Buy disaster kits and make evacuation plans. At the top of the list should be your kids. Wear long sleeve shirts and falling pants. Wear safety goggles and a mask. Make sure all the doors are locked and the windows are tightly clasped. When all is safe, you can into your house. But if you're gonna clean up, you better wear a mask. Listen out for more news and divide your rations out. Can't tell your kids to make sure that they're there. You probably sold your trousers, so pop on a spare pair. It might be a good time to think about a move, or at least invest. In a pair of asbestos shoes Asbestos shoes When you live near a volcano Well, I think that song will be very helpful to uh, certain people. Maybe I hope not it will save lives. Maybe not the majority of our listeners because they're in the UK, but someone somewhere on holiday somewhere. Yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. maybe, maybe, maybe if they go to Pompeii. Yeah, yeah. Right, quiz time. Yep. Um, one of the things we touched on a little bit earlier was Pompeii. Yeah, I know, because I did try to give you a good segue there, but you ignored it. Oh, did I? What yeah, did you- I said, maybe if they were visiting Pompeii. Oh, yeah, okay, very good, yeah. So I was expecting actually, to go, funny you should mention Pompeii. Funny you should Pom- mention Pompeii, Thank Connor, you. Because I've actually written my quiz around Pompeii. No way. I, way, yeah, I just so happened to know this. Yeah, so... If you'd like to play my sting, and then we'll just... What's your sting called, or do we just listen? No, we just listen to it. Okay. Something you may not know about the people of Pompeii They wouldn't send a letter if they had something to say If thought you were quite lovely, or an oakfish ugly fool They'd get up in the dead of night and scratch it on a wall Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. Nice thing. Nice thing. Nice thing. Right. So this quiz is all about, in Pompeii, there's a lot of graffiti. And this graffiti has not been put there by people since Vesuvius engulfed the city. It was put there before Vesuvius So we're not talking about like the people that have been mummified by the ash and stuff uh, from from the eruption of Vesuvius uh, to the point where there's been some that have been caught, or not caught, have been essentially frozen in time enjoying themselves and stuff like that yes but they seem to be a very sort of um liberal and uh fun loving society the italians in 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 a (laughs) nutshell really so i've got 15 bits of graffiti and i want you to tell me here today no i want you to tell me whether they are uh true or false is is this piece of graffiti on a wall in Pompeii? Okay, question number one. Lagos likes the company of squirrels. Is that on a wall in Pompeii? Or is that... What is in Britain? 
Yeah. Who's Lagos? The Lagos a leg- likes the company of squirrels. True. That is false. Oh. That is not on there. Question two. Secundus defecated here three times on one wall. True. That is true. That is written on one of the walls, presumably the place where he defecated three times. Yeah. Um, dirty old Secundus. What about question three? Umphidius was here. Goodbye. So you're saying that's the first was here situation? It potentially could be. Umphidius was here. Goodbye. False. That is true. Umphidius uh. was there and he did say goodbye. Oh, that's nice of him, though. It was, yeah, very polite, that one, considering so many others. <laughs> Question four. And it's graffiti. Yeah. Epephra is not good at ball games. Ball games? Ball games. Not board games. No. Epephra is not good at ball games, as in football. False. No, that is true. Oh. What a burn that is, eh? That is a burn. Wow. Well, imagine when he saw that. What? <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm really I am good. good at ball games. Uh, um, you yeah. should see me watch p- table tennis. <laughs> yes, exactly. Question five. The see me ma- watch table tennis? Did I see me play table tennis? Play tennis. Yeah, play I thought I said watch table you tennis. You did say. Well, I'll just let it go, but then you brought it up. <laughs> you should see me watch table tennis. <clears throat> you should see me watch sports. <laughs> really um, good at watching sports. That's what the pundits do anyway, don't exactly. they? Exactly. Um, question five. The man I'm having dinner with is a woman. That one's false. That is false. Yeah. It is. Some the ones that I've done that are false are based on true ones. So the names might be true, but the actual thing that was said was is different. Oh yeah, because that would be unfair if the actual thing that happened was true but the name was false. Yeah, that would be a bit too in depth. The question six Epephra, you are bald. False. That is true. Oh. Poor old Epephra. Right, Didn't unless that's a different one. Yeah. He's no good at ball games. That's why I thought, though, and because you just used the same name again. Bald games. Yeah, well, no, that's, that's, they're both true. Maybe he's, he's just he's no bald. good at bald games because he's bald. Bald, yeah. Oh. Question seven. Vibius restitutus has no penis. True. No, that's false. He has, oh. he has got one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question eight. <laughs> Theophilus, don't perform oral sex on girls against the city wall like a dog. False. That's true. No, that's what? Actually, that's actually on the dirty old There's so Theophilus. Um, question nine. This is written on a wall. True or false? A copper pot went missing from my shop. Anyone who returns it to me with will be given 65 bronze coins. 20 more will be given for information leading to the capture of the copper pot thief. Right, I'm going to go that the people were using it as a notice board rather than just graffiti, and it was a notice board type scenario, so I'm going to go true. Yeah, it is true. That was scrawled on a wall in Pompeii. Right, this might change a lot of my other answers now. <clears throat> will it now? Question 10. Vibius Restitutus really need some parchment true that's false <laughs> <laughs> and, and he, he came up a bit earlier he has a penis and and he has parchment as well so he's not right <laughs> he doesn't walls. need it no question 11 how many questions are there 15 oh, Is that interesting right? choice yeah, yeah. A fifth, uh, 15 11 on the eight on april the 19th i made bread True. True. It was true. They yeah, did make bread. Well, you know Facebook was. back then, did you? Yeah. Current status. Made bread. Made bread today. Tasted good. Yeah. Happy. Emoji. Um, Sourdough star. Yeah. yeah. That's what they all did just before the uh, pandemic of the uh, the eruption. Of the eruption. They Question uh, made 12. sourdough. They did. Question 12. Chi, I hope your hemorrhoids rub together so much that they hurt worse than they've never ever hurt before. That one's, that one's false. That's true. What? <laughs> Someone didn't like Chi much. And she no, had terrible they knew they had hemorrhoids as hemorrhoids well. Hemorrhoids or him. Um, question 13. Lost. Cat answers the name of Jennifer. <laughs> false. 
because one, they don't speak English and they wouldn't be able to do that pun. What, Jennifer? Yeah. <laughs> right, no, that is false. Is that what you're naming the cat? <clears throat> no. Um, got two more. Uh, we're doing fine for time, but we've got two yeah. more. Question 14 then. Tertius, you are disgusting. Tertius? Yep. True. That is true. I don't know what he did, but judging by some of the other things that have been going on there, there's something it could disgusting. Have been fairly gross. And your last question is this true or false? Was this written on a wall in Pompeii? I do not want to sell my husband, but I will swap him for a bag of pasta. That's false. That's got to be false because it's Italian. You're just saying Italian pasta because they like pasta. And one, right. I don't think the woman would be <clears throat> one to sell the husband. Right. So that is false. But there is an actual scroll on the wall, I think, says, I do not want to sell my husband, not for any gold. So there you go. That's the end of my little graffiti quiz in Pompeii. I think you've done reasonably well there. Yeah, they're rattled, all over the place. I rattled through them a little bit. Yeah, but it is really interesting. I, I I started looking at it and I, and I watched something and it said about the graffiti. And some of the drawings, I mean, they're diabolical. Some of the ones I couldn't read out were that bad that I couldn't read them out. Right? Um, but I, in, in a way, I want to go and see Pompeii. I always wanted to go and see Pompeii and see what it was like there. But now I I do even more so because I want to go and see the graffiti as well. Yeah. Did you find out if tsunami was a Japanese word? Or are I you did. about to Google that on your phone now? No, I did find out. And it is composed of two Japanese words. Tsu, which means harbour, and nami, which I'd means wave. I'd heard that before. So tsunami means harbour wave. Hey, Dad. Susan. Susan. It's not a shout in a while. No. Oh, Sue. Yes, so it's it, podcast is more, Sue. it is a Japanese word, so I imagine it was adopted by other people to describe that sort of wave. Signed all the adoption papers and went. Yeah. We're going to name this wave Tsunami. Okay, so that's me done. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I thought that was a. I'm trying to find pretty good different ways of, of, of testing doing a quiz. your knowledge <laughs> and doing a quiz. Yeah, but testing sometimes your knowledge. Sometimes choice. Sometimes it's true or false. Yeah, before real, which is true or false. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I guess this is a time we ask people to be a bit more vocal, a bit more um, communicative. Communicative. Yes, and give us feedback and interact with us and start to do that sort of well, thing. Well, it's funny you should say that because I'm having a look at our emails here. All right. And we've literally just had one come through. No chance. Like, um, it came through at quarter past six and it only just happens that I've looked at the email right now. Right. So... Hang on, came through when? At quarter past six... What's the time now then? Oh, quarter past six a couple of days ago. <laughs> oh, right. Is it from... For some reason it's VBS not come up. Restitutus? No, it's Is not. he saying, I have got a penis? <laughs> no. no. I, I, actually, this is a funny thing because it's not come up on my emails. All right, anyway. Um, but anyway, I shall uh, read it. Okay. Do you want to have a guess who it's from? I'll guess after you tell me... Read All it right, so... I, well, if, if, I, if you're guessing after... I read it, then I'll be saying their name at the end of it. Okay. Hi, father and son. It's Al here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is it Al? Yeah, yeah, it is. Still listening avidly, just a few weeks behind. So not that avidly there. So for someone called Avid Listener, he's not listening that avidly because he's a couple of weeks behind. No, we might have to call him something else. Yeah. Like, uh, no, we can't say on the podcast. Um, Clown. Spirotic. (laughs) Spirotic. Spirotic listener. Sporadic? Is that a word? Sporadic. Sporadic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's go. <laughs> sporadic. No, sporadic. Listener, we're going to do that. Okay. Um, anyway, I'll carry on. <laughs> I'm going to cough now, sorry. <coughs> go on. Cough you. Um, I put it down to the fact that I now have to listen to adverts. <laughs> sorry. Oh. So much has changed since I last sent in a message. I thought I would come up with a suggestion for the podcast myself. 
father, or should I say grandfather, and it says, congratulations, Annie and Chris. Yeah, nice. Have you ever... It's funny that we should... Uh, that he's managed to know that before we've uh, yeah, even announced it on the podcast. Because he's quite quickly, anyway, yeah. yeah. Have you ever thought about a style swap segment? So you cover songs, but in another style to the uh, to one it was originally produced. For example, covering a country song with an 80s vibe. Let me know what you think. It's so good to hear my messages being read again. It's been too long. Forever listening. <laughs> you got to write them, out. You? Yeah, you got to write them out. That's why we're not reading we'll them. We'll read them out if you write them. That's um, what we say. Okay, no, no, I like that idea. Yeah, I like that idea. We we'll did. see what we can do with it because I don't know. I mean, doing a parody is relatively okay. It's just we've got to be careful with what we do because we don't want to get copyright strikes and stuff like that. That's true, Al. You didn't think that through. You didn't think this through entirely. Uh, but the subject was a new segment. So, uh, all right, well, we could, we could segment. He's saying segment, he's saying it should be in every episode. Oh, wow, um, that's yeah. interesting, but um, not every episode. No, thank you anyway. For, thank, for, thank you very much, Al. Um, I mean, there is, there is, we'll have a look at that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I mean, in, in essence, that's a good idea. It's just whether practically we can do it because of the copyright stuff and all the rest of it. Yes, but I would like to nice see what one. we can do with it, to be yeah, fair. Nice one, um. And thank you for, <laughs> we, for we bringing just up do a, grandfather again. We write up a song uh, in one style and then change it. <laughs> our own song. Yeah, no, that don't quite work. Well, we do yeah, our own songs, yeah. but a different song. Oh, like, oh, you should hear this. I've done it in fresh metal. Vampire it comes- was originally reggae. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard it, but it was originally reggae. Like the, the vampire comes for tea or whatever, and we changed that into that's that's doable that's an alternative if we can't do the other ones but anyway um, let's just move on to our spiel yes so well if you want to send in the message not specifically you specifically me you dad sporadic um, Sporadic. even though I'm pointing at you um, if you want to send a message like that whether it be a comment question suggestion or complaint um, you can do that via our website which is fatherandsundays.com uh, go to the contact page, you can leave it there. Alternatively, you can send us an email to contact us at fatherandsundays.com uh, or you can go onto our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, leave a comment on there as well. Another couple of ways in which, um, sorry, another couple of things with the the social medias is you can follow us and share us on there, like whatever, share it with your nan or something. Yep. Best friend, worst enemy. Website is a great place, though, because you've got all the podcasts available on there, plus links to all the different podcast platforms, because we are available on pretty much all of them. Uh, via the website, go on there. Also got a blog page, but there is a store, is there not, Dad? There is a store. There is a store. And there's some lovely things on that store, and there's some new things, or a new thing. There's a new store. thing at the moment, Yeah. Um, with the intention to add a couple more within when I eventually get time to do them. But... If you have listened to the On The Run podcast, you will be familiar with the catchphrase, why lay em? Why lay em? Yes. Why lay em? Um, we've put on a t-shirt. Yep. Basically. Is, why is not? The is. But that's what you should do. Because I think Dad kind of wants a t-shirt that says why lay em, so we've done it. Yeah, because I don't know where that really came from. No. Why I said it, and and it did seem to be a bit ridiculous, and I've used it again since then. So, anyway... It's what we do. We but put things on there. If you, like Al, get irritated by the adverts, another way to support the podcast um, is to do that. And we will be looking at ways in which you can remove the adverts, um, potentially, but we'll see what happens yeah. with that. Okay. Uh, for the time being, though, sorry, adverts are there because otherwise this is just a money hole, it which is, it is, to be fair anyway, pit. we're just shrinking that hole just a Tiny, 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 tiny like little a, bit by doing a zero point zero zero one percent shrunk. Anyway, yeah, that's the website fatherandsundays.com f a t h e r a n d s o n d a y s dot c o m. Well done. They did that right that for once. Okay. Yeah, I keep tapping the table and it's making noises. So if that's everything, I think so. I believe it is. Just like I say, thank you for listening, as always, and um, hopefully you enjoy today's episode, and we'll be back next week, and it's goodbye from me. For grandfather and uncle days. Uncle days, Except it'll still be called Father and Sundays, because that's a lot to change. Very true. Anyway, bye. Bye!
softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.